Hey, everybody. We're back. It's Tuesday breaking news. We had to stop everything for a quick nighttime record last night because Sam Bankman-Fried has been arrested in the Bahamas. We're going to break that down. Some predictions about how long he's going to spend in jail and how soon that's all going to happen. So we're going to talk about that. Also, chew over the now somewhat older news that it turns out Sam Bankman-Fried had given $40 million in loans to the CEO of The Block, the media outlet that was covering him. So we're going to talk about that little corruption situation. And then uh, we have Walmart planning to launch a buy now, pay later venture, which gets Jason off on a whole big rant. Such a great show. So good. Stick with us. This Week in Startups is brought to you by Vanta. Compliance and security shouldn't be a deal breaker for startups to win new business. Vanta makes it easy for companies to get a SOC 2 report fast. Twist listeners can get $1,000 off for a limited time at vanta.com slash twist. And NutriSense. NutriSense combines cutting edge technology and human expertise so you can see how your body responds to different foods, exercise, stress, and sleep in real time. By pairing a CGM with their app and an expert dietitian guidance, NutriSense can help you reach your health goals. Use code TWIST and get 30% off at NutriSense.io slash TWIST. It's late in the day. We had pre-taped uh, Tuesday's show and mm-hmm. here we go, Molly, out of nowhere. I was literally penning my rage tweet about Sam Bankman-Fried and I think my rage tweet was, if we could pull it up, Nick, about this guy deserves 100 years based on our pre-taping of talking about this stuff. I was just so infuriated about it. And now, I think maybe 10 minutes later, news broke that Sam Bankman-Fried has been picked up. He's pinched. He's in custody. Perp walked. He perp walked. Bahamas perp walk. He got the Bahamas, Bahamian perp walk, I'm sure, in (laughs) shorts and sandals. I was just thinking that. Uh, I was like, is he like in beach clothes when this happened? Yeah, there you were. Going to jail for 100 years. Okay, so... That's my, that was, th- that was not the first tweet. That was my arrest, post, yeah. but um, I had a tweet earlier in the day. You'll find it there. Now that, not, not that one. That's when it announced, but a couple more before there, there's my Walmart rage tweet. That's the rage tweet. There we go. So this one, you know, I was just thinking about how infuriated, uh, infuriated I am at this alleged situation. Mm-hmm. And my conversation with you that this is not a dopey kid. He's Lex no. Luthor and mm-hmm. we cannot give him a pass. We need to throw the book at him. And so in today's show, we have a section about him paying off. I'm sorry, in yesterday's show, Monday show, we did talk about. Oh, it's in today's. It's in today's. So when you hear it, just know that we taped it yesterday. So there's a lot of allegedly in there, but it's still appropriate because it's still allegedly. Yes. But and we talked about in that segment, Mm -hmm. which is coming up later in the show, he paid off the block. Yeah. But what's happened now here at the end of the day on Monday at 5, 12 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. So uh, evidently, he has, in fact, been arrested in the Bahamas at the behest of the U.S. government based on a sealed indictment filed by the Southern District of New York, which, as you note in a later tweet, is not to be messed with even a little bit. When SDNY comes for you, it's serious. I didn't even know. I mean, I didn't think that the Bahamas had an extradition treaty. I didn't know the U.S. could be like, go get that guy. Somebody said, 
I thought Sonny or Vinny was telling us that the Bahamas didn't have an extradition treaty, but maybe that's because one of them was trying to win that bet based on the testimony thing. Anyway, it comes, speaking of which, one day Mm. before he was supposed to testify before the House Financial Services Committee. Mm. It also comes only hours after um, John Ray III, FTX's new CEO, released an advanced copy of the testimony that he is going to give Mm -hmm. tomorrow, I believe, before the House Financial Services Committee, saying, uh, among other things, the FTX group's collapse (laughs) appears to stem, it's a banger of a read, it really is, from Mm. the absolute concentration of control in the hands of a very small group of grossly inexperienced and unsophisticated individuals who failed to implement virtually any of the systems or controls that are necessary for a company that is entrusted with other people's money or assets. Okay. So that's a concerning tweet. I'm sorry, concerning statement. Concerning testimony. Testimony. Yes, testimony. Uh-huh. Sorry. Thank you for correcting yeah. me. I'm a little know. concerned with that because that is back to the, oh, gee, will occurs. We didn't have a lot of experience. Mm-hmm. I don't care about that. The law does not care about that. And I'll no. tell you who cares least about that. SDNY, Southern yeah. District of New York. That is Preet Bahara's. Uh, my favorite podcaster, or one of my favorite podcasters, uh, stay tuned with Preet, shout out to Preet. That, that's the office he ran. You know the guy who they just yeah. traded for uh, Brittany, help me Griner. out here, the NBA player who just got- Griner. Mm-hmm. Brittany Griner, thank you. Yeah. Uh, the Merchant of Death, uh, who they traded, he's done 15 years. You know who put him away? SDNNY. All these, bi- uh, Giuliani, when he, when he pinched all the mafiosas in the uh, 80s, SDNY. Uh, when they shut down poker in the United States, it was on a black, they called it Black Friday for the poker community, SDNY. Mm-hmm. At, when SDNY is coming for you, yeah, you are done. You're done. <laughs> You're done. Like, seriously done. They oh, have yeah. a reputation for being the fiercest prosecutors in the nation. When Trump yeah. got elected, the first thing he did is he called Preet on the phone and said, I want, he tried to call Preet on the phone. Preet didn't pick up. He wouldn't take the call. He said, I'm not getting on some loyalty pledge. And Trump mm-hmm. fired him. Uh, and they have been, the, they were the ones who fought, you know, a lot of the Trump, uh, tried to use the Justice Department for nefarious purposes. They were the ones yeah. who were fighting it. So anyway, that to me means this kid's getting, and I, in our discussion, I set the line at 22 years and you took the under, you're losing the bet. I'm losing the bet. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and own that now. Like yeah. I am losing that bet. Luckily, I only ever bet in $2 increments because I'm not very good at betting. I think we bet barbecue. I think we bet a barbecue lunch. So Is, oh, did we? Good. Let's do that. Let's go to Horn. I was yes. trying to look and see if the SDNY is also the uh, outfit that just convicted the Trump organization, but I'm not. I'm not sure if that was sure. SDNY. No, they were uh, investigating been, him. Yeah, they're investigating him. So among other, yeah, I mean, it's serious. And the thing is mm-hmm. that even if Ray's testimony initially is like, mm. yeah, they're grossly inexperienced and unsophisticated, but there are existing, right? There are rules that could have been followed here mm-hmm. and none of them were. And that is where you get to just criminal negligence, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Allegedly, allegedly. allegedly. This ain't going to be alleged for long. I'll tell you that. Uh, yeah. my, if there's one thing I'm an expertise, I have expertise in is this kind of fraud. Corporate fraud, I've been watching this like a hawk my whole career from Madoff to Theranos, all of it. And, and this one is the big one. Yeah, this is this the is big, big one. one. He is, this is tens of billions of dollars 
this is crimes that are beyond belief i believe allegedly that's my intuition and the payoffs and the grift i i'm the only tragedy here is i feel terrible that sam bankman freed killed himself next friday Come i mean on. i hate to get dark i know it's a nighttime show and we're wearing I know it's black, a nighttime show it's twist on. after dark no this kid's getting whacked no he's getting i'm telling you right now if this kid winds up dead in jail he didn't kill himself uh because i think that there are going to be some serious uh ramifications here i don't know what this kid knows but it's starting to feel a Your little bit like time mafia but seriously though like who's gonna whack him like sequoia because i'm just saying the no. people who lightspeed nah yeah lightspeed please. for sure like no. i don't There's think it's gonna great... be a venture firm i <laughs> i think that there might be more at play here than we even know there he spent so much money on yeah. all this stuff and buying off people i i can't imagine where that money is we're gonna we're gonna find out where every dollar is I mean, I think we're going to find out where every dollar is. Let's keep it on that side of the tracks. <laughs> and I think that the parents, I'm told, are still, or I'm told, I was reading in the Wall Street Journal, are still in the Bahamas. They're never coming back. I mean, these are oh. law professors at Stanford who are now mm. implicated. Like, they're, the condos are in their names. You yeah, they're, that they're never coming back and or they may also be arrested yeah, soon. Yeah, they could like, be implicated. That's actually, yeah. I mean, what if a, they have to testify against their son yeah, it's hard on this? This is some hardcore Hard stuff, uh, and we don't know much, but this took how many days? Because we, you know, we've been talking about this for at least three weeks. I'm trying to figure out when this thing went boom on the timeline. I think it was the beginning of November. We're sitting here December yeah. 12th. Yep. So it's literally less 40 than a days month. ago. Mm -hmm. It's about a month, right? Yeah. Well, it's a month from the day that FTX filed for bankruptcy. Okay, yes, they did file for bankruptcy November 11th. You're correct. One month from bankruptcy to the perp walk. And yep. then, yeah, this all started with that November 6th tweet from CZ uh, saying he's going to clear his FTT holdings. Mm -hmm. That starts to sell off. Two days later, uh, SBF says CZ is going to buy the company. Mm -hmm. Finance cancels that the next day, November 9th. November 11th, we get the bankruptcy. November 13th, uh, billions of dollars vanish from the from FTX by a backdoor. Yep. And then we had 13th to now, about 29 days, whatever that is. Yeah. Of silence. And, well, I shouldn't say silence. Silence from prosecutors. Right. But he did not shut up. My Lord. How many... Twitter spaces. I mean, he implicated himself like 50 times. Why didn't he go on the lamb? He knows he's going to jail for the rest of his life. He should have gone on the lamb. This kid should have had an exit plan. He should have shaved his head. He should have put a goatee on. He should have gotten on a boat and he should have gotten to some dictatorship somewhere. He should have gone to Moscow, Hong Kong, a Middle Eastern country somewhere. Uh, but really, they must have thought they could ride this out. I mean, again, his parents are law professors, right? And, and there were some reports that he was working with his dad, kind of his dad was his primary legal advisor. Like, they must have thought that they could sort of do this uh, doofy, incompetent um, defense mm -hmm. in public or something. But it is like, 
it's fascinating. There was so November 2nd is when Coindesk published this piece about Alameda potentially commingling funds with FTX. And then, and this is really, really interesting. I was reading about this guy today who's ironically named James Block. No <laughs> joke. And okay. he's a doctor who okay. is like a major crypto skeptic. And uh-huh. he is really, really into financial fraud. Like just as a, as a, as a side quest, he has mm-hmm. a lot of fun investigating financial frauds. And he was like, something doesn't add up here. So his newsletter on November 4th was one of the things that appears to have shown the huge hole in the Alameda balance sheet. Ah, Yeah. There's a, there's an interview with him with Charlie Warzel today. And it's literally like the doctor who helped take down Alameda research. His post on November 4th, four, two days after Coindex was like, uh-oh, he was like, is Alameda Research insolvent? And what he did was actually use the publicly available ledgers, mm. what do you know, that occur with trading to note that the flows of money back and forth didn't seem to make any sense. He is the Jean-Louis Gassier, perhaps, he of totally this story. Is. For people who don't know, Jean-Louis Gassier, <laughs> uh, whose name I love to say and who I've met. He ran Apple in France for Mr. Steve Jobs. And on October yeah. 18th, 2015, he wrote a blog post, There Are No Trouble, a first-person account, where he, uh, and we'll pull it up here for a second, basically went and got tested. Right. And then tested his blood. And I was like, well, that didn't work. And then he tested, he, so he walked around Stanford, went to the university, you know, uh, went to Stanford University's uh, offices got his blood done, then went to Theranos, got his blood done. Things didn't match up. He knew it. This is on October 18, 2015. Yep. And um, he said um, in 2018, in a follow-up post, this could have been avoided. And mm-hmm. he's not wrong. Um, and wow. Theranos it's could have just been extraordinary that bloggers, citizen yeah. journalists, are actually playing a role in this. And this is not a dig to the mainstream media. This is an end, as Molly is apt to say. Not an or, it's an end. Mainstream media journalists like John Carreyrou and Boston Globe and Frontline, just so many great investigative journalists. Yeah. But individuals can play a massive role in this simply by looking at the facts, people. You just mm-hmm. look at the facts and you say, well, one yeah. plus one equals two. And does it add up? Okay, founders, if you're a SaaS or a services company and you store customer data in the cloud, then you need to be SOC 2 compliant from a third party in order to close those big deals. I'm talking about the Lighthouse customers, the ones who pay the salaries of your team. And that means you need to use Vanta. Vanta makes it incredibly easy to get and renew your SOC 2. On average, Vanta customers are SOC 2 compliant in just two to four weeks. Compare that to three to five months without Vanta, and they partner with over two dozen audit firms who have been trained to file SOC 2 reports directly within Vanta. A bunch of my portfolio founders have used Vanta and have had amazing experiences. And one more time, if you don't have SOC 2 compliance, you can't close major customers. You know how that is. And here's the best part. Vanta's going to give you $1,000 off. Get $1,000 off at vanta.com slash twist. That's vanta.com slash twist for $1,000 off your SOC 2.
And two things happened that are super interesting here. Actually, one thing happened that are super that's super interesting that also happened in the Theranos case. Mm-hmm. Somebody leaked. Yes. So someone tipped off Coindesk. That's how that initial Coindesk story about the commingling appeared. Someone leaked mm-hmm. financials to Coindesk that showed mm-hmm. this money being commingled. Now, this guy, Dr. James Block, already was super interesting, super interested and had already been writing about how it might be kind of a fraud. But he's the one who came up with that amazing graphic that just showed it being like a circle, the FTT Mm -hmm. investments, like it's a circle and then you pump it to here and then you give it to over this and they do that. But and this is where I think this is a bit of a knock on mainstream journalism. You have in order to see that these flows didn't make sense. You had to be able to one, understand the workings of the blockchain enough to go and check the ledgers, which isn't that hard. But journalists aren't mm. necessary. You don't have like beat reporting. People did not take I do maintain that the mainstream media did not take crypto seriously enough soon enough to have beat reporters who had the knowledge, the technical expertise to actually just go look at the ledger and be like, wait, I'm pretty sure that this money is just going straight back here. Mm. so i will knock him for that yeah yeah who called it out first who called out the sbf ftx scandal on twitter first or on their blog i I mean coindesk did the first reporting but you do you mean like who out there was like i'm not sure well i want to know who the real skeptics were like there must have been like a series of skeptics even before that right this would be great to figure out who didn't believe them right because this is what happens in a scandal coverage was like, I think you just described a Ponzi scheme to me. Oh, right. Remember? And SBF was uh, What like, was the data? Yeah, that? that's true. Let's find out. Matt oh, that Levine. was such a great moment. Yeah. Ponzi. So, listen, here we have it. We're going to look back on, this is my prediction. Uh, this April. kid's, oh, and Kevin O'Leary. I don't even want to talk about Kevin O'Leary. I mean, I don't know if you saw him on CNBC last week, the Shark Tank dude. No. defending it and talking about his diligence what? and everything no. and he got paid 15 million dollars kevin o'leary got paid 15 million dollars yeah that is crazy for a spokesperson listen i i get off at spokesperson stuff i mean i'm, I'm not kevin o'leary but i'm pretty pretty dark i'm probably on. actually in the same league as kevin leary i take I it back i could have kicked me like a millie come on I, but I'm saying I, I've been offered, you know, six figures, but I, I've never been offered um, seven figures. Yeah. Eight figures, eight figures. You're, you're getting into Tiger Woods, Serena Williams, uh, Draymond, you know, they, That's you bonkers. don't get 15 million as a, an investor, a CNBC commentator, a podcaster to stump for a crypto exchange. God, That's really red flag just... territory. I mean, that's the part where when you say we're going to find out more things, I'm just forgetting about the other thing that you said. But like, he splashed a lot of money around. Splashy cash. To a lot of people. I, I don't see a lot of um, I don't see a lot of uh, soul searching on the part of all the people who said he would never be investigated because he only dem- donated to Democrats. I'm just saying. Didn't see a lot of didn't see a lot of like, oh, look, <laughs> he did get <laughs> investigated. What do you know? Ugh. Man, are these... Oh, look, he donated to Republicans, too. He just was sneaky about it. Um, I mean, he just... He was giving people bags left and right. Yes, he was. Everybody. I think to cover up the crime. And so, yeah, here we are. 
And now he's we are. in J-A-I-L in the Bahamas right now. He, okay, let's do some predictions here. It's going to take three years. Uh, but in three years, he's going to be in jail. Yeah. And he's going to be in jail for more than 20 years. Or his sentence will be over 20 years. Uh, there, And then we'll see who the co-conspirators are. I don't think Kevin O'Leary is going to be a co-conspirator. But I think Kevin O'Leary is going to have to give back $15 million to the people whose, if that money was stolen, that, that's going to be an ouchie for Kevin O'Leary. Because yeah. he claims of the $15 million, he put like $10 million of it into crypto or something. Uh, but this life sentence is going to turn into uh, a lot of ouchies for people who took money from him. You got to give it back. Semaphore, I think they probably took $5, 10000000 million from him in that $25 million round. I'm taking a guess. ProPublica. All this money, yeah. All of this money is stolen. It seems, and those I mean, people might get are gonna have to give back. it back. Claw back right, time. Like, like bankruptcy court literally might come calling for them. And I think there's a fair question that Nick is asking, which okay, is sure. Hit me. if he gets, and if SBF gets a Madoff level sentence. Yep. Is this the biggest black eye for VC ever? Bigger than Theranos. It's bigger obviously. than Theranos because really, Cause a Theranos lot of didn't have VCs weren't even in. Yes, we've uh, major VCs weren't it. This right. is going to change forever. This is going to change forever. Due diligence and governance. This yep. is the straw that broke the camel's back. You had you have the Facebook, you know, uh, super voting shares. You have mm -hmm. Google mm -hmm. super voting shares. Okay, well, you know what? Those companies made everybody rich. They're real businesses, etc. Yep. And then we got a collection now of instances, whether it's WeWork. Well, which didn't do things illegally, just did stupid things and was mismanaged. Governance. And, and it was all governance problems. You mm -hmm. know, uh, Uber had some governance problems. Mm -hmm. uh, and here we go now. This is the ultimate governance problem. And yeah. so, yes. So this is like made up money, extreme financialization. No board, no CFO. Complete lack of governance. Wasn't He wasn't giving financials at all. He was like blowing people off on financials and giving them post-it notes. And was operating out of the Bahamas. And, and you have some of the biggest names in VC in here. Like this list everybody, is pretty NEA, nuts. SoftBank, Insight, Multicoin's not a big name in VC. Tribe, Traumas Bot, uh, Sequoia, Brad Feldt, Maltimeter. Maltimeter. Now, Maltimeter was a small check. Um, and in a lot of these cases, you know, Sequoia's already done the Mia Copa. Yeah. Um, and they already, already said, like, listen, it's in a fund that did a ton of, uh, has a huge return. However, you got to do diligence, right? Mm -hmm. And you got to have governance. And so this idea that, you know, we have to move fast, we have to fund these companies. Now everybody's going to pump the brakes. This is the yeah. peak of the bubble. And we have our own Madoff. Theranos was like, eh, a couple hundred million dollars. Yes, people's health were at risk. I don't think there was ever anybody who died from it. It was a, it certainly wasn't good for it the- It was never even a criminal case. It was never a criminal case. This was, you know, like, or it became a, it became a criminal fraud case because the investors pushed yes. for- fraud charges based on their investment but not based yeah. on like people's health <laughs> or somebody yeah. you know getting wrongly told they did or did not have cancer like and eh, we were over that we work wasn't a big deal so anyway what we what we're sitting on right now yeah uh, is, is going to be a made off level event in our industry mm -hmm. is going to take two three years to sort out we'll be sitting here in 20 this will be resolved in 2025 that's when he'll start his sentence sometime second half of 2025 take two or three years for this to work out unless he pleads guilty and gets a you know he pleads 
And I think playing out the deal, that might be his best move here. Uh, we'll see what his lawyers, he, this kid seems to be a real, I, don't, I mean, unless he's some mastermind in terms of post stealing all this money. The checkbox for dopey is what he did once this thing went into bankruptcy. He did yeah. kind of act dopey after that but before that he was a mastermind so i think like he's it. well he i think he was dopey. acting dopey i'm a hundred percent with the people who say that he was acting dopey on purpose as an attempt to sort of sway mm. sentiment around the idea that he was just a sweet ding dong and it's too complicated to understand and it got out of his control and that's why and i suspect mm. that dopey days are over mm. like he's gonna stop talking now he's just got to settle he's got to sit he's got to settle yeah. I think he should just take the 25 years. He's whatever he is. If he's 30 years old right now, he gets out when he's 60. Take the 30 years, go for good behavior. All right. That's yeah. all we got, folks. We, 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 wanted, we, got. To, we wanted to get it out to you early. The rest of the show. <laughs> we'll do the rest of the show. This is enough Meshugana and craziness for one evening. Uh, I hope they throw the book at him. Uh, this kid's garbage. The people yep. around him are garbage. Uh, and uh, the industry should have done a better job. The end. And uh, well, now we got something to talk about for three more years. And boy, <laughs> man, this is going to be a lot of stuffs coming out. It'll be a good show. It's going to be, be a good show. show. Our show right. and the TV show they make out of this. TV show uh, going to be great. Shout out to um, who's my guy from uh, the big uh, from Moneyball. Mm, I love that actor, Lewis Michael Lewis. Oh yes. yeah, he's the writer. But who's the guy who played? Um, the analyst with Brad Pitt. Jonah, Jonah Hill. Hill. Jonah mm -hmm. Hill is getting an Oscar. So they I want to congrats. They're going to use that de-aging technology on him. Doesn't matter. He, that kid can do it. I want to congratulate Jonah Hill on his Oscar. And I think the Oscar is mm -hmm. going to happen in uh, 2026. Uh, <laughs> and the conviction and uh, this kid's in jail in 2025. Bye-bye. Enjoy the rest of the show. Hey, when COVID hit, y'all know I was struggling with my weight. One of the things I tried was a continuous glucose monitor, CGM. You've probably heard of these. And I used a product called NutriSense, which I actually invested in the company. I was so thrilled with it. And it really helped me understand what makes my glucose spike. And that, and that helped me get my weight under control. The perfect example was I, I thought ice cream was really bad for me in terms of spiking my uh, glucose levels. And so I was like, oh, maybe I'll just have a bowl of cereal at the end of that. Turned out cereal spiked my glucose two or three times with just a small little couple of spoonfuls of Haagen-Dazs did, right? So huh, I learned something there. And this is what NutriSense lets you do. You analyze in real time your glucose levels. So you see how you respond to food and exercise. You really have to understand your body. Quantified self is what it's all about. And NutriSense is the way to do that. And the application is gorgeous and beautiful. If you use the NutriSense app, you're going to be able to visualize this data. You log your meals and you can run experiments. Hey, what if I run and then I eat? What if I eat my salad first? What if I eat my protein first? And you'll get expert guidance from a dietitian based on your goals. Understanding this data is going to make it much easier for you to identify what you're doing well and let's face it, where there's room for improvement. Like me, don't eat three bowls of cereal at night. Let NutriSense help you reach your full health potential. Visit NutriSense.io slash twist and use the promo code twist to save $30 and get one month of free dietitian support. N-U-T-R-I-S-E-N-S-E dot I-O slash twist. All right, in the news, Molly, I have been on this semaphore, Politico, SBF, uh -huh. Splashy Cashy. He's been giving everybody you know, millions of dollars 
But in this fraud, we just got the biggest bag holder in media. This Hit is me a with it. pretty big bombshell. Axios reported on, I believe, Friday, maybe over the weekend, that between spring of 2021 and spring of 2022, Alameda, which of course is the sister company of FTX, Sam Bankman Fried's uh, two companies there, the twin stars, gave over $40 million of secret loans to LLCs tied to the block. And specifically, the, the block, of course, is a publication, a news publication that covers the crypto industry. Get it? The block. Like I think blockchain. it's the number one, right? It's I like Coindesk and them. Pretty much. Yeah. And one and two, maybe. Gave $40 million of secret loans tied to the block CEO, Michael McCaffrey, Hold who on. has since stepped down after this reporting came to light. They, fu- they bought this guy a condo in the Bahamas. Like, hold on. I don't even know. I can't keep wh- up with this I level of fraud. <laughs> this should be like if Bernie Madoff gave a Wall Street Journal writer a condo in the Bahamas and $40 million in loans to give yeah. them great coverage. They're not giving $40 million loans because they're in the loan business and the CEO of some crypto blog is a great customer who's going to pay back the loan at a high interest rate. Yeah. This is payola. This, this is the only explanation. You don't give $40 million to somebody running a publication that covers you covertly for any other reason that I can determine. Yeah. And I and I have a high level of expertise in these things. Unless I'm talking about fraud. I mean, I've been covering yeah, these like, frauds. Really? Tell this is more. payola. Now, if Semaphore wants to pretend it's an investment and this is a rich dude and that's been happening for all times and Bezos bought the Washington Post and people invest. Okay, you want to play that game? I gotcha. We can debate it. Mm-hmm. Molly, that's not this, right? Mm-mm. This is stone cold paola and a lot of it. I remember many years ago now, I think a decade or so, there was like a New York Times reporter and it 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 was uncovered that he had taken like $35,000 and uh, somebody had helped his kid get in private school or something. And it was like the biggest scandal ever, ever. It was like, we have to like tear wait, it all how down, scrub the whole thing, like 35 grand. Right. Now, wait, like, who took it? Help getting into a private school or something. A New York uh, Times reporter. I'm probably getting these details wrong, but I remember okay, that. Right, anyway, like, it was a little bit of, yeah, people do <gasps> you know, grifty whatever. stuff, but you're people talking about adding stuff. another three zeros. About, right. $40 million. Uh, to the left of the decimal place. And that's like, you might get sort of like a skew, right? Or like a mm. story placed or whatever one assumes. Yeah. There wasn't even like an obvious outcome of it other than just sort of influence. This is $40 million and a freaking condo to the CEO of a company that specifically covers this entire industry. Like you have to go. And it was complete, evidently news to the journalists who worked there who were like, wait, uh, do we what? now have to question everything we ever wrote? Like the the level of hustle <sighs> here, the absolute methodical purchasing mm-hmm. of politicians and members of the media is is frankly like way more made up. Like it belies everything that SBF is out here saying about what a just sweet ding dong he was who like did too did too much accidental lateral and this wasn't paying attention. Luther. This is Lex Luthor-ish. This right guy's here. Lex Luthor. He yes. is not a dummy. No. This is the Lex Luthor of corporate criminals. He makes Madoff and Theranos 
look like, you know, Doofy minor, like the Penguin and the Riddler. <laughs> this is Lex Luthor. This is running the Legion of Doom. Like he's got is. a huge brain. This kid is Ivy League educated with Stanford parents. He mm-hmm. saw how the game was played. And then he took a huge chip stack and he said, you know what I'm going to do? What's the most influential person covering me? Well, I'm going to give him $12 million in April of 2021, according to this report, to buy out uh, the block. I guess there were some other investors. Then, wow. So he he, he gave the 12 million. SBF (laughs) gives him 12 million. Mm -hmm. He's like, here, I bought you. That's a bag. I bought you your publication for you. Listen. Here you go. That's more money than my house cost. And I'm rich. There's a lot of money. <laughs> it's a lot bucks. of money. That's why I'm looking at that going like, that's more money than, you know, that's a lot of money for me. And that's just the first slug. That's the first slug. Mm-hmm. Second loan. Not six months, maybe eight months later, January 2022, according to these reports. 15 milli. <laughs> <laughs> Provided yeah. capital for the block by an capital. LLC named Lonely Road. He hit it all, by the way. He hit it all under LLCs. That's yeah, the other of course. Thing that's LLCs, so, like, Bahamas, multiple this, payments. Know? Yeah. This is when you know you're in grift territory. This is some Seriously. crazy-ish. And then a third loan sometime in the spring of 2022. And by the way, the spring comes but three or four months after the winter when this last loan happened, $16 million, which in part went to buy an apartment in the Bahamas by an LLC named Red Sea. Now I'm wondering, because I've heard these reports, I don't know if you've heard them, that scam bank run fraud <laughs> owned a bunch of properties or buildings in Bahamas, uh, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. Allegedly. Well, allegedly. Oh, God, man. The- if I have to say allegedly again, I'm gonna I'm gonna literally smack my head into my desk ten times. I know. Allegedly. Allegedly. I'm wondering if he bought if this is a round trip where he bought a the apartment from Sam Bankman fraud. Oh, maybe. Because he was already shopping for condos in the Bahamas. He bought those ones for the parents. Yeah, I think this guy was con. I mean, this guy knew how to spend money. I give Bankman fraud some. Well, also, that's how you get the Bahamian government on your side. Oh, God, right? like, you're right. Taxes. You, you do a ton of real estate purchases. And then that's all, all of a sudden taxes. you've got like, that's all taxes. And it's all like golden visa type stuff. Mm-hmm. like that's how you get a golden visa if you go to portugal or spain or whatever it's a real estate investment so he does all this he's in a non-extradition company the the authorities are never coming for him he's like i bought a ton of real estate don't you worry i'm keeping that margarita villain business and i have bought myself a torrent of friendly coverage at the block because i own that guy outright man this like kid. there is no universe in which this was like a derp a derp stumbling no. i'm you sorry know, i'm really sorry but i just you know i, I just I could have done I better and focused. i apologize i was just i i, I oh, oh uh yeah the, uh, where did the money go uh where did the money go That's amazing. Uh, when did i start where, where did i start with their loans uh, yeah no i did the best i could and i could have done better and I, for that i apologize and i'm like this guy is Dude. kaiser soze you ever mm-hmm. see Kaiser Sose? You know what I'm, the reference? Usual suspects? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. This mm-hmm. is Kaiser Sose. This is Kaiser Sose stuff. Like, I'm sorry, but it just is. And everything that we find out, every additional bit of information, and shout out to Sarah Fisher at Axios for uncovering this one. Because shout out this to Axios. Is, I love this Axios. This is the kind of stuff that's just like, it piles up in the evidence locker. 
It's like, you don't buy this kind of influence. You don't spend this kind of money. So again, methodically, if you're not just trying to get the best treatment ever, the house listed under his parents' name was worth $16.4 million. I mean, you know that Sonny Balwani and Elizabeth Holmes only went down here because their investors came for them. Like, Mm. if I were one of these investors who's already, they're already on the mea culpa tour, Mm. I'd be like, okay, you know what? I'm coming for you. Mm. I'm coming for you, SBF. Uh, Because you spent our LP's money buying Mm. journalists. Mm. What? Anyways, bananas. Bananas. uh, Banana pants. And so they've put now a disclaimer. The block (laughs) has put a disclaimer on every article. Just shut the website down. Right. Like delete I'm, the articles. I, it sucks for the people who work here who probably Sorry. did think that they were really just working at a new site, but just shut it down. There's a disclaimer on all the FTX articles from the past that say beginning in 2021, Michael McCaffrey, the former CEO and majority owner of the block, took a series of loans from former FTX and Alameda founder Sam Bankman Fried. McCaffrey resigned from the company in December 2022 after failing to disclose those transactions. No, wait a second. Does uh, Michael uh, mix scam artist? Uh, <laughs> Michael McScam still on the block. Like he's That's no longer CEO, question. and he was the former majority o- and majority owner of the majority block. Majority owner. So they're not saying former majority owner. So he still owns it. I think he might still own it. So shut oh. it down. Turn the website off. The chief revenue officer Bobby Moran will take over as CEO and will look to restructure Nonsense. the block to buy out McCaffrey's stake. Here's what McCaffrey does: goes to the management team. You can buy all of my shares in the company for one Bitcoin. <laughs> Ship the Bitcoin. Give me the Bitcoin on a wallet. G- give me a thumb drive with the Bitcoin. Because by the way, Michael McCaffrey, <laughs> you're going to jail. You're, you're either you turn and you go fed witness and you give all the emails, the transcripts, and you help put this guy in jail or else you're going. Because if th- this seems so dirty to me, I want to know where that money is and what dirty stuff went down because I wonder if they paid taxes on this. Who knows what, when people do this level of crimes, there's like 50 other ones because they're sloppy criminals. And there's no allegedly. way. This is, yeah. I mean, this loan I question make sure I say is super sketchy. Like I want to see the paperwork on the loans. Like you don't do loan a, a journalist $40 million. Have you ever met a journalist? We're never going to pay back $40 million ever. That's yeah, not no, all, he's, all he's got to do is get like, you know, <laughs> I don't know, uh, you know, 80 book deals. Yeah, you know, right. and just write. Just pay it all back in FTT. Molly, just please. Anytime we're talking about the story, can just every allegedly. thirty random thirty second timer just drop a button that says allegedly. You're the one so who we just can, said that guy was going to jail allegedly. Allegedly, no. I I have a good sense for this. I told you, Sonny Balwani and Elizabeth Holmes were going to jail, and I predicted six to like fifteen years. Where yeah. did it wind up? Twelve, eleven, 13, and thirteen, 10, whatever, eleven. Yeah. And I said she'll serve six or seven. So I'm sticking with my original prediction. She does six, seven years, hard time, yeah. or I'm sorry, easy time. She's going to have a, I mean, Balwani and Sam Bankman fraud are going to have a wonderful time in jail together. <laughs> They're going to be playing chess. They're going to be doing startup ideas. They're probably going to get ball. out and uh, they're going to go look up Shkreli. And then uh, who's the guy who did uh, fraud festival? Back. Oh yeah. The fire festival, Billy. Billy fraud. Billy. Sir. Billy yeah. McFarlane. Here you go. Legion of Dopes. <laughs> Lex Luthor. <laughs> Sam Bankman-Fried. Yeah. Uh, you got Mr. Ice. 
Uh, Shkreli? Mm-hmm. You got, no, Shkreli's the Riddler. He's the Riddler, yes. He's the Riddler for sure. Too. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Elizabeth Holmes is Poison Ivy. Mm-hmm. Sonny Balwani's the Penguin. Sonny Balwani's the Penguin. Just disgusting, gross human being. The Legion of Dopes. Amazing. I'm so glad these guys, I hope they get max time in prison. Allegedly. And honestly, I'm going to say something here about these white collar criminals. If you're a white collar criminal, you should have no white collar prison. The idea that somebody who sells some weed goes to and does hard time mm-hmm. or somebody who commits a murder and does hard time and all these white collar criminals are like, you know what? Eh, the worst thing that happens, I get three years, I get to walk around, you know, I go for a jog. Uh, you know, it's boring, but I lose a little weight. I read a bunch of books. It's like these guys are going to the White Lotus. F these guys yeah. and gals. There's only one gal, but they need to do hard time. Let them break. Like, sir, I'm not joking. Why do white collar criminals get white collar prisons? Where did that concept come from? Why do people who commit one series of crimes get? Yeah, you know, horrible. A horrible, torturous existence. And I don't think those people should get the torturous existence. Let me be clear. I think everybody who's in prison should be treated with dignity, and it should be a real rehabilitation. But this idea that white collar criminals get a walk and a pass. It's not cool. No. Well, it's it, that is why so much about our financial system is broken. So much about our economy is broken because there are no there is no accountability for financial crime and fraud. There's very, you know, there's hardly ever account. It is a shock that Elizabeth Holmes and Sonny Balwani went to prison. It's a sh- and, you know, no mm-hmm. bankers went to jail like that. <laughs> you get you get Trump when no bankers go to jail after they yep. literally break the global economy. Mm. by sheer dint of greed and madness because they can't all right well listen the point is you're listening to the show this week in startups there are people who are grifters and criminals in the world so for young people listening you don't want to be in that bucket don't be the game is already rigged in capitalism to be in favor of risk takers and hard workers the game and when i say the game is rigged i don't mean it's like cheating rigged it is designed our beautiful capitalistic society here in america is designed to give huge rewards to hard-working innovative people we 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 have the most beautiful open architecture and operating system for capitalism already you need not cheat you need only to work hard recruit great people build great products and delight customers Build a great product with a great team and delight customers. Everything works itself out. Rinse and repeat. You fail two or three times. You win once. You have a great career. There's no reason to cheat. There's no reason to pay off journalists and politicians and do this level of grift. It's, yeah. it's stupid. If you it's can clearly, get into MIT mm-hmm. and your parents are Stanford professors, you can figure out how to run a proper business. Right. If you're a Theranos and you were born in Silicon Valley, Elizabeth Holmes, and Sonny Balwani was a millionaire who had a successful company, they didn't need to cheat. They chose to cheat, Molly. They chose. They made a deliberate decision to be greedy criminals. That's it. And here's the thing that I will say about Holmes and Balwani. At least they started out like at least she genuinely wanted. Oh, come on. I don't believe for a second that this person was like, I'm going to if you're going to cheat. Actually, I agree with you. If you're going to cheat, do it the SBF way. Just make up some money. 
and then start getting a bunch of investment and moving some money around, right? Like this person genuinely set out to try to revolutionize healthcare to make it so people didn't have to- But not criminal. Right? But like all founders are somewhat delusional, but not criminal. And ultimately with a good goal in mind, like a goal to save lives and help people and make testing easier and more accessible. She drank her own Kool-Aid. Yeah, She drank her own Kool-Aid and they got- uh, it all got away from them. And frankly, it is un- almost unheard of that their own investors are the ones who sued them. Had right. that not happened, I think there would have been far less accountability, if any. And then you have Sam Bankman fried who was just like, oh, I understand how to f- completely manipulate mm. the workings of the financial system. And journalism and media and, and politics. Journal- right. And media and politics. I mean, as a like an object lesson. And, and celebrity, basically, just hack and celebrity. I mean, who like, didn't he compromise? It should. Has be, he gotten to judges yet? I don't know. We'll probably get, to, get to the mob. I don't we'll know. See. We'll find I out. Like the, I feel like I'm the trying mob to figure out like, which constituency we he didn't. Cash. <laughs> he didn't right. uh, compromise. Has he gotten to any uh, religious people? Uh, like, who's left on don't the know. list who he didn't pay off? Religious people, the mob, mm-hmm. and uh, law, and, law enforcement. Uh, yeah, like and, we don't and know the judicial systems. Cops, we'll find you know? out. Right. We'll find, we'll find out. out. But like, I'm sure there's some judge who got a bag. <laughs> kid ran a freaking playbook. Unbelievable. Lex right, well, Luthor of crypto. Speaking of financial shenanigans. Let's go. A story that I have been all over because I'm like, mm. if you, I have some I have some butterflies about this uh, mm-hmm. as a trend for the American consumer. Buy now, pay later. Mm-hmm. which we have talked about before we will keep talking about and is only getting bigger because now walmart is uh-huh. getting in the bnpl game hold up a sec wait a sec walmart i, j- I just want to point out yeah I-, I went to a walmart what you once <laughs> i went to a walmart the same once. number of times you went to costco i told a friend of mine about it's that the other true. day though. that's actually true too i literally um, was like dude 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 jason has been to a Costco one time ever. But I want to go. Like, Actually, for me, up. I want to go to a Costco kind of like as a recreational kind of thing, it's like a, a discovery date process. Date night. Yeah. Actually, for me, that would be it's like a really cool fun date night. Because like it's I'm so fun and there's so much cool stuff and it's all a great value. And then you can mm. get takeout pizza and like a bottle of wine what? and like a sa- they oh, have yeah. pizza there. Oh, oh, they have a food court? You don't know about Costco pizza? I know. I mean, I know about IKEA hot dogs. And I know about the rotisserie chicken. Who does yeah, rotisserie Costco chicken? Costco has the $5 chicken and they yeah, have fifty hot dogs also. And the Costco hot dog is delicious. But the pizza is where it's at. You get a couple Here's slices, the I can't, a pre-made Caesar salad, and a bottle of wine. And you sit in the car and look at the view. Mm. It's a great, it's a really fun date night. Look at this. My uh, my producers here, Rachel and Brian, are just very much into the Costco. Yeah, Brian like was there dude. yesterday. Buck 50 dog. Yeah. Not bad. Buck 50 I, I dog. I, I could. Like religion. I can, I think you would I like can it. F with a hot dog. I think okay. Costco is how like rich people Pause. stay rich because it's a good value. Pause. Sorry, I paused myself. If you, however, All right, come on, let's get to this. But here, no, to my Costco, point about going to, go I had to a Walmart. point about Walmart because it's inexpensive. I had three. I, I filled three shopping carts. Yeah, and it was like one hundred twenty-seven dollars, and exactly. I was like, "Wait a second. When I go to Whole Foods, it's $127 for two bags. What's going on here? And I realized mm-hmm. things are cheap in the world. <laughs> There's like a cheap version of all the expensive stuff I buy. Yeah. 
There's like a I cheap version it. of yogurt. There's a cheap version of milk. There's a cheap version of ice cream. I didn't know that. I'm buying like pints of super premium ice cream for $11. I didn't know there was a $3 version of that. It's I buy like this like bespoke yogurt for $18 <laughs> for a pint that's made by some artisanal people who hate me in Oakland, your neighbors. <gasps> and just said 30 And they 30 laugh friends. at me when I buy this stuff. One time, he's been there one time. Oh, I mean, whole, to me, Whole Foods is like my Walmart because I order right. from Good Eggs. So oh. when I want to save money, I go to, right. to Whole, whole Foods. Foods instead Amazon of Good Eggs. did make Whole Foods a lot cheaper, though. They did. Unbelievable. Which is nice. Uh, that is better, um, yeah. Yeah, so Walmart, already relatively inexpensive, is nevertheless offering a buy now, pay later uh, option. They've partnered with a fintech venture and they are, uh, according to the information, going to launch it in 2023 and that would put walmart dun 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 in direct competition with the other buy now pay later services that we've talked about so much like affirm and klarna currently walmart actually offers buy now pay later using affirm uh but it's apparently gonna dump them and move on to its own bnpl and what's interesting about this is is one like walmart is already pretty inexpensive but two or B, increasing people's access to what is basically rebranded layaway at the moment of what is potentially going to be a protracted economic downturn just feels like a recipe for even more American debt. Like we're in the trillions of dollars of American debt right now. Up fully, what is it, like 40% of people say they've missed at least one payment, 42% have made a purchase through one buy now pay later and over a third report having missed at least one payment these numbers mm. are gonna get crazy this is extraordinary mm -hmm. um you called this for the past year i thought hey buy, buy now pay later ah whatever it's not really going like anywhere the, you know the 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 people who are like these direct-to-consumer people they know what they're doing not a big deal they're they got some high margin you know direct-to-consumer product they can float it they got big cash reserves if you buy your peloton for easy payments or you buy your i don't know your casper mattress whatever it is yeah, who cares if it's four mm -hmm. uh, four payments of 50 bucks a young person buys that somebody who's on a tight budget they want to treat themselves i didn't have a problem with it yeah but you called it low income individuals mm -hmm. with no savings are being offered a layaway plan for consumables groceries alarm bells should be ringing people mm -hmm. you should be able to buy milk and socks and underwear for your kids without it being on a goddamn layaway plan boop boop yep the economy is about to crash yeah Wee wee I know people who won't even you know buy why I'm groceries pulling you over, with credit right? cards <laughs> yes you know I'm you know how you know how fast you're shopping American consumer, I know people who won't even use credit cards for groceries because of that entire concept that like the milk is gone before you even get the bill. <laughs> but this yes. is that times milk like a lasts. million. You know how long milk lasts when you got three daughters? Like five minutes. Exactly. <laughs> you know how much milk I'm buying right now? Yeah. You're like, you know how many now, eggs I now, go through? Buy now, buy now, buy now, pay now, pay now, pay now, pay now. <laughs> I buy yeah, 18, I 24. Just, I, I bought three dozen eggs the other week. Those eggs were gone in a week. Damn, those are 36 eggs beasts. in a week. 
You're like running a frat house over there. No, six-year-old girls eat a lot of food. 13-year-old girls eat a lot of food, man. I, they're mm-hmm. like, I make them omelets. That's that's a, that's a, almost a dozen eggs, and they want seconds. So I'm at a dozen eggs in one breakfast sometimes. Yeah, I just, I find this stress. Family of five. This stresses me out. Mostly people are using buy now, pay later right now for electronics. But of course, yeah. if you just start using it at Walmart, you're going to like, it's going to be household necessities. It could be audio. It could be toys. It just, no. and you don't have to have a credit don't check. Don't do like, it. It's just, a, no, I just don't like it. I don't, don't like it. Don't do it. it. This like, is, Molly, mm-mm. remember the housing crisis? Exactly. This is that. 60% of people owned a home and they were like, you know, it'd be great if we could get to 70%. How do you do it? Oh, you know what? We'll do a no research loan, variable interest rate. You just have to pay the interest. Your home's going to double in price every seven years. So just pay interest on it for seven years. You're good. Yeah. And what happened? It turns out people from the 61st to 70th percentile should rent. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't be homeowners yet. It's it's a beautiful dream that they could be, yeah. but they don't have a stable enough income. That's why they people wouldn't generate loans for them because they didn't have sta- proof of a stable income. So they said, we're going to do a no proof loan. The proof was there for a reason. Right. How dare they give low income people, middle income people who we know are stretched. Mm-hmm. We know their savings are running out. We know there's a recession. I mean, it's weird because it's a white collar recession. So maybe this will be okay. Maybe they'll just all get extra jobs. But I don't like this. Yeah, I don't like it. I mean, just the 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 like cheerful extension of debt. I mean, credit the fact that credit card mo- companies make money on people not paying their bills every month. Like you and I are their nightmare customers because we pay our bills every month, and so we're not paying that twenty two percent interest, sixteen percent interest, crazy amounts. Like these buy now pay later companies ultimately are going to make money when people default because then they can charge them interest it is like unquestionably a predatory business model unquestionably and the idea of it just being extended to people at a time when they are already extended is is not i just don't i don't like it i don't we know if it's don't the kind of thing need that where the government should intervene and say like maybe there's a max that you can put on buy now pay later i don't really know but like was there ever a layaway crackdown we don't need that in the words of my friend cp the franchise from nick's fan tv when a nick's player does something stupid specifically julius randall we say we don't need that that's what (laughs) nick's fans say when when he dribble dribble dribbles for 20 seconds does some crazy spin move into three defenders and the ball gets (laughs) turned over we all collectively say what cp the franchise has taught us we don't need that you know what society we don't need that buy now pay later for your goddamn groceries is the craziest stupid most irresponsible decision by walmart i've ever seen yeah i don't like it to the executives at walmart look yourselves in the mirror and say we don't need that (laughs) no matter how desperate you are for revenue walmart executives do not put low-income people onto a payment plan for milk and fucking eggs yeah it's like payday loans damn it we're doing stupid things i know this is stupid people wake up you don't need a layaway plan for milk and eggs i mean jesus what kind of financial instruments are we making i know the worst the worst i am uh, this is exhausting it's exhausting it is exhausting. exhausting and consumers will take advantage of it and they will get themselves in trouble and company other companies will be like this is a great idea we could totally make i mean we it's like 
I don't, you don't even know where to start with the perverse incentives. I literally don't even know where to begin. Everybody here is to blame. Except these that there are be financial finance individuals. In the people from the buy now, pay later companies, the yeah, retailers. If you do this for a laptop, I get it. If you do it for, you know, a uh, sofa, I, I don't know, a car, a you know, I understand it. Like something should be financed. Milk and eggs are not in that group. Toys mm. for your kids and socks and underwear are not in that group. They're consumables. And, yeah. 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 Jesus Christ. I am absolutely curious about executives doing stupid like this. Because you know and how you it's going it. to end. Like, we all know how it's going to end. It always ends the same thing. I didn't, you know, it's not like it didn't take a magic ball to be like, huh, wait, so you're giving people access to more money than they can afford. Where has that ever gone wrong before? Let me think of all the times. It always ends the same. Amazon, by the way, building the same thing. Uh, they have an internal buy now, pay later service called Amazon Monthly Payments, where users typically pay 20% upfront of the full order price, along with any additional fees, and then can pay it off in monthly installments. You know, by the way, in like Europe and Scandinavian com countries, there is no financing. Like people buy their houses and cars with mo money. Like cash. If you are buying a home in Greece, Italy, a lot of European countries, the expectation is 30, 40, 50% down. Mm -hmm. Okay, different countries have different ideas about debt. Debt equals death. I did a tweet storm the other day about venture debt. Yeah. And this thing resonated. So for the producing team, if you can go find that tweet, I did it on, I think, Sunday morning, maybe. Um, I, I did two or three tweets in a row about venture debt. Yes. There was a ton of venture debt given to startups. That's fine if it's a late stage startup and you have a CFO. Totally fine. We talked about this on a VC mm -hmm. Sunday school. We did a VC Sunday school, yeah. People started giving venture debt to Series A companies. These Series A companies, this is the BN buy now, pay later version for startups. Yeah. Banks started giving two to five million dollars in venture debt to unprofitable early stage startups, like they were goddamn Patagonia Invest with logos on them. Over the past decade, every time I saw this, I begged my founders, "Do not do this." And they Yikes. said, "No, we're not going to pull down the money." Or, "No, it's like an option. Why would you be against this? You're a downer, J. Cal. You don't get it, J. Cal. Ba 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 ba. <laughs> debt is a freaking ticking time bomb. Don't live with debt. Mm -hmm. It." makes everything harder and unless you have a c debt is a very expensive financial instrument mm -hmm. 10 15 20 percent interest rate and venture debt comes up in but two or three years and then it requires a venture capitalist to buy that debt basically to get you out of the hole it's like a loan shark now if you were just doing what's called factoring you know you're you, you have a million dollar contract uh, for the year and you want to get six months in advance to build the software, I get it, no big deal. But people started using this to cover their basic burn rate. Yes. And, uh, you know, this is a mistake. And we are now in a position where people are living on too much debt. This is like giving producer Nick buy now pay later on his espresso martinis on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to pay for those espresso martinis on Monday and Tuesday, oh, I can tell yeah. you, with the hangover. He does not need. He'll be sorry. Consumer Producer debt Nick, in Those America. espresso martinis that my brother Josh makes, they'll get you Aww. in trouble. I mean, we'll have one this week when we're skiing. Take a risk. 
Like Uncle Louis said, tekarese. U.S. consumer credit. debt is holy sixteen trillion dollars. Jesus, non-housing. I'm sorry about cursing this much. This is gonna be a this is gonna be a record for bleeps. It's gonna be a tough one. And then non-housing debt has doubled every year link. since oh 2003, and is now just over four trillion dollars. And most of that, you can see, like a ton of that is credit card debt. Actually, scroll down a little more. Let's see what where it all is. Oh, I'm sorry. It's all student loan debt. <laughs> and then auto loans. And then credit cards. And then others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yo, bonkers. This is going to be bonkers. This is going to be bonkers. Gonna We're be just bonkers. all indentured servitude. We're just all like going to become indentured servants in America, just paying our monthly big. Like you just pay the monthly nut, the whole thing. And it just includes all of your stuff. It's like we're, we have at long last become an actual rental society. We rent our entire lives. Startups don't do this. Please don't do this. Do not. Please don't take do debt. This. It is a trap. Literally, this is what happens when you take venture debt. Everybody gets on the bus. And then literally somebody goes, oh, look, I found a backpack. There's a bomb on the bus. Oh, there's a bomb on the bus. Really Oh, great. Stop. Let's stop the bus. Stop the bus. And let somebody take the bomb off the bus. Like, no. The bus has no brakes. You have to drive the bus before the bomb blows up. It's the movie Speed. Yeah. Go watch the movie Speed and ask yourself, do you want to be Sandra Bullock? Is she the one on the bus? Yeah. I haven't seen this film in what? 30 oh, years. Oh, yeah. I saw it in the movie theaters. I don't know when this came out. I, I remember it being up. a very tense movie. Then you got to look up the Simpsons episode where uh, Homer is trying to remember the name of the movie. And he's like, it's like the bus, like it can't go down, slow down. It has to go a certain speed the whole time. Like he just says it over and over. And he's like, but I can't remember the name of the movie. Look at baby Keanu. Aw. Aw. It's got Keanu and Sandra Bullock. Yeah, dude. It's a great movie. Well, and who's that guy? I know that that guy. guy, Bill Paxton. No, that's not Bill Paxton. That's, that's the other Paxton? guy. That's the guy from the news uh, TV show, the newsroom. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. That's the newsroom guy. I love that guy. It's a great please, cast. Please tell me he didn't die. Dennis Hopper. What? Yeah. My God, I feel like I got to talk to Lee, uh, to Lon Harris about this. I know. We got to watch this movie. Let's watch it before Thursday. That would be great. We could do it. No, you know what I'm doing? I'm watching some of the A.O. Scott movies. Let's pick one of the A.O. Scott movies <gasps> or two. Okay. Uh, like the sci-fi one and the other one, Tar. Wh- whatever's on pay-per-view or to my friends in the movie business, of which I have many, they got these screeners. Send me a screener. Neptune Frost. That's the one I'm going to watch. I choose Neptune Frost. I have okay, okay. Can you just make sure we, we, we let him know on our group chat that we're going to do it? What, yeah. Ladies' choice. Again, I'm going to be misogynist on the program. <laughs> ladies' choice. I hold the door for Molly, my wife, everybody. I'm sorry I'm old school. Sandra too, Bullock, like Keanu it. Reeves, Dennis Hopper, Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels. That's my guy. There he is. Alan Spaceballs. Ruck from Billions and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Alan Ruck, my guy. I love that guy. I feel like Alan Ruck, that might be a new bromance for me. I know everybody's thinking like, oh, you should be pals with Keanu. Um, I feel like Alan Ruck and I could have like it's a like good guy bromance. Keanu's Reach out, Alan. For you. Reach out, Alan. Let's oh, yeah, produce like been, an indie oh, film yeah, together. Connor. Connor. From success, okay, the here, just, this is a message to all my super fans. I feel like Alan Ruck and I could roll together. I like his like vibe. Like we could be homies. I think we'd let we. I think we tear up the town. Like the two of us, like we're kind of like both character actors in this simulation. The two of us going out would be like completely mid celebrities. It'd be like a midnight <laughs> out. We're both mid. 
on you the celebrity admit, scale. That might have been the case pre-succession, but he's kind of a bigger deal now. Nah, he's still mid. Although so are you, because of all in. So, but uh, we're both mid. We're both yeah. mid. There's no, there's nobody here as Keanu. Now you're like upper mid. Now, you guys can be I, upper. I keep mid. myself at mid because I, I prefer being mid. Mid I life like is being nicer mid. at mid. Mid to low. Life is much better at mid. I like much to be. I like being mid. a D-list internet celeb. That's my. Oh, no, you're not. You're just brilliant. <laughs> like just you're, you're, enough. You're it's in, just enough. You're a brilliant I, media I commentator. I tell my child and I will stick by this until I die. I would rather be renowned than famous. Of course. And you are. Mm -hmm. Look at all the awards. The Podcasting renowned. Hall of Fame. <laughs> Podcasting Hall of Fame. All right. Which basically is a closet somewhere <laughs> in no, like somebody's house. Pretty much. <laughs> it's like a Podcasting Hall closet. of Fame. It's like I think they closed somebody's down guest already. house in like Los Feliz. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure the one I got already closed. They closed it down. They shut us down. Like, the I might have been, the last, already been, might have been the last class. <laughs> Love it. All right, everybody. This has been This Week in Startups. Thanks for tuning in.